Anyway. Welcome back to the Thunder Stuff Podcast. I'm Andrew. I'm Jim. And I'm Abby. And we are excited to be here. Yes, sir. So excited. Because it was a very good week for the Penguins. Ah, very good. It was a pretty, pretty good, good week. week I, hey, hey. We beat Tampa. We beat Tampa handily. handily. Um, so, well, you guys, Anna, or uh, Abby and a- Andrew. Let me try that again. Okay, so Abby and Andrew last night went to a... What what league was that? Is it S P H L? Is that what it was? S P H L hockey game down in Peoria. S C H L. I don't know. It was a very minor league. But it was the Peoria Rivermen. Peoria Rivermen versus the Roanoke Railroad Dogs. Dogs. D A W G. Awesome. S P H L. S P S P H L. Okay, that's right. They're now in first place. So the Rivermen are yeah. So tell me how the game went. It was good. See, they're a professional hockey. We got seats right down by the boards, which is so much fun. Like, banging on the boards is just, like, so cathartic. Did did anybody, like, get checked up into the glass right next to you? No one got checked, but there was a scrum right right there. Right in front of you? Yeah. No, it started in the corner, and it just slowly migrated. migrated. Because the refs were, like, trying to pull them apart, and they wouldn't. And and so they just slid. Each guy got five minutes for fighting, two minutes minutes for hand spearing. One was a spear, one was a slash. And the other, and then a ten-game misconduct for both of them. So mm-hmm. they were they tossed. were ejected. Yeah, yeah. Got seventeen minutes of penalty time. They had other guys serving their penalties, which was hilarious. Wow, that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, it was pretty great. It was very gritty, but the Rivermen shut him out. Their goaltender was amazing. The Rivermen's goaltender. Uh-huh. He made some pretty stellar saves. His glove had no holes in it. It was beautiful. <laughs> so the Quad City Storm are also part of the SPHL. Are they? So I think I think the Rivermen used to be an affiliate team. Okay. And so did so did the Storm, but now well, they are when they were the Mallards. Right now, neither of them are. When they started out, I believe that the Mallards were a farm team for Anaheim. Right, and then the Rivermen used to be for St. Louis, I believe. Okay, and then the uh, and then before they changed to the Storm, they were an affiliate for Vegas, but the the Storm the Mallards, were, the, yeah, Mallards the Mallards before were. they became a Storm. Yeah. So anyway, and now neither of them are. They're just minor leaguers. That well, that's if awesome. they're really good, they probably get. I'm glad you guys had a good AHL time. Um, our Penguins did a fairly good job this week. Three games played. Um, Five points earned. Yep. At the at uh, well, we were home against the Rangers uh, in a one nothing game, uh, which was I, I, you know, for all of the lack of scoring in this game. There I, were four games then. I enjoyed nope, this three. game. No, there were four. For the I'm pens? sorry, there were four. Yeah, because yes. of the Rangers game on Saturday. Yes. Oh. So that uh, that Rangers game was. So seven points earned. Was it? It was. It wasn't a. Diff, it wasn't a difficult watch, even though there wasn't a lot of scoring. No. Yeah, it was still a very interesting. There was a game. lot going on. Did you? Um, what were? I mean, there were quite a few. What do you call it? Uh, temper flare-ups in this game. Between oh, yeah. It was like a playoff game for sure. It felt like a this playoff game. This game and then the Columbus game, they both felt like yeah. and the Tampa playoff game. games. All four of these games felt like ta- playoff games, mm-hmm. actually. It's because it's getting to that part, that point where it's more, a little bit right. more important. Even right except now, for... It doesn't even matter who wins what. Not really. Positioning. It's per- it, positioning, but The Columbus important. game was pretty important for Columbus, though, because it was an inter- interdivisional match. And they still have a slim chance of making a wild card spot. They have, they have a chance. And, and I'll tell you the way Washington has been playing. 
I'm yeah. not sure they're they may be in danger, but <laughs> that would make me. But that would, but but Columbus has to step up and actually win some games. And they have they can do it. They have they, pre- they have good goaltending. They have Patrick Line. <laughs> they have they have some good yeah, leadership. They have, so yeah, Patrick Line. They have Patrick Line. They got to get Zegers healthy and Zegers, uh, not, not Zegers. Um, Z- Z- it's guy the defenseman. We're in. We're in. Yeah. I'm sorry. See, this is how this yeah. is how incredibly knowledgeable I am of hockey. Zegers is um, the Ducks guy. Yes, yes. Uh, so My favorite player. The the game uh, the the Malkin goal. Um, it was clutch. It was it was interesting because Malkin and Crosby both had altercations in this game, where they were standing up for teammates and, mm-hmm. and kind of. Oh yeah, not, that first line. Not got... necessarily something you want to see a lot of. Right. But there but there were. That, a couple of times when when they both there were a couple were not taking it there were a couple runs at Jari, yes. and the and the first line was on the ice and they're like no we're not having any of this crap and Rusty went after him yep yep and Crosby and Gensel did too I mean mm-hmm. it was like no this yeah. is not happening um, then in game two of the weekend which was another back to back there's two back to backs this week Saturday Sunday and then Thursday Friday yeah but those are the only games this week but so. uh, but the the Sunday game against Columbus I was kind of nervous about this game just because of the fact that it was a back to back and it was in Columbus and it was in Columbus um, did De Smith play this game mm-hmm. against Elvis I believe so Okay, so um, no, Jari played the Columbus game. Did he? Oh no, no. Alan Smith played. Ooh, he had a nine forty one save percentage. Yeah, gave up a lot of shots in that game, but but the Smith did a very good job in in net. <clears throat> this game um, had a play that I thought was probably one of the best power play goals that we've had in a long time. The pet. You know, and, and we were talking last week about how the passing seemed to be just off a bit. By, by yes, inches. Yes, yeah. Um And I was, I was in listening to the, the program last week again, I was kind of hard, I think, be, uh, on the team because I think what the team is trying to do is what they can do, and sometimes that works sometimes it doesn't mm-hmm. um, and when it doesn't work it's kind of frustrating as a fan to see that oh come on just make the pass but sometimes the pass has to be out so that you know the, and again a lot of these players are still working to figure out I mean it takes a while to get that chemistry right especially since I feel like a lot of it seems to be with like Gino. And since they're switching up the lines a lot, or at least they have been, they're still trying to find the chemistry with Jeff's third line. And then Gino's been injured. Gino's only played like 20 games, I think. Something so like it's that. still like he's trying to figure out, and his line mates are trying to figure out how to get there. And Kapanen hasn't just been playing well, period. So it's like... Kapanen's booty. Yeah, it's interesting. But Chad Brewedel. Scores the game winner in this one. What a guy. Love that guy. And uh, so, yeah. So, good game there on, on Sunday. Thursday's game against Tampa Bay. Oh, boy. Coming into Tampa Bay, I thought we were in trouble. <sighs> mm-hmm. Um, 
But I thought the Pens played this game very, very well. We literally, we outplayed them in every single way, except for faceoffs. But this... Uh, Which don't even matter. Uh, I mean, they do, but they don't. There was, there was some uh, garbage. Oh, no, just kidding. We won 30, they won 29, so we outplayed them okay. there, too. So there was some, some garbage talk from their coach at the end of the John game. John Cooper. And he said... He got, it. he got kicked out of the game halfway through the second. No, at the end of the second. It was almost over. Yeah. It was right after there was like a fight or something. Mm-hmm. And then we got, we got a power play out a, of the scrum. We got an extra penalty mm-hmm. out of that. And he was mad about he it. He was upset, got tossed, bench minor against the coach. Um, so then we went on a five on three. Five on three, which we didn't score on, which we didn't even get like two shots. Bothers off me, on. but um, but the uh, but this game, this game, um, at about right at right under six minutes to go, Patrick Maroon or Moron as I call him, he just started throwing his body around. Um, which he can because he's a big guy. Hitting, hitting guys, trying to get his team fired up, and that's mm-hmm. great. Um, he took Jeff and, uh, Jeffrey Carter into the boards. Cut his lip. Kicked cl- him with his foot. Cl- with his clipped skate. him in the mouth uh, with the heel of his skate. Not on purpose. Not on purpose, oh, no. but no. It's, still, it's still a kick whether or not. But Carter held his poise, mm-hmm. didn't retaliate. Um, was bleeding. He was bleeding. Didn't get a and, and, and Cooper <laughs> was saying that he doesn't know how Pittsburgh doesn't get more penalties called on him. The only reason we had so many penalties called on us here, this is, this is what I'm saying. The only reason we had had the only reason we were playing so gritty was because they started it because they were mad because they couldn't outplay us. us. Right. And so they were playing dirty. So we just stepped up and played their game. Right. But I mean, there was, there was, Garbage being dealt out, filth being dealt out on the bolt side just as much as the pens. Mm-hmm. And the refs, I think, honored both teams the same way. I don't think it I was think, unfair. I think um, Crosby got high stuck in the collarbone. That, that was, was an accident. That was an accident. Doesn't matter. It still needs to be called. But it wasn't. You have to have control of your stick. If your stick hits another player high... But That's a high stick. Regardless of whether you're falling, you have to keep control of your stick. That's that's in the rule book. Hmm. But it, so it should have been called. It wasn't. I understand why it wasn't. But there was also wasn't I mean, it. But there was a. Was lot. it after play was blown dead though? No. Okay. Because it hit. It well, hit, might, it might. It have hit been. the guy. It I think it was been. McDonough. It hit his face, and then it went. The puck went out of play, and he was like. Whoa, and it might, staggered it might back have and it hit Crosby. But still. Um, then Rusty and Sorelli got into it. Um, Mark Friedman, can we talk about that guy? I absolutely love that guy. I need that guy to play, like kick Kapanen out, put him up on the wing. He said he'd play anywhere. He said he could play anywhere. We need that kind of grit. We need that kind of We need that kind of player. He get, He's feisty. I think... That's why we've been winning so many games. I was watching the, the latest in the room that they put out. You watch it. This was back in when Teddy got injured so a while ago. And um, he was he was scratched, but he was still back in the locker room. After every game, he was back there jumping around, like congratulating the boys. Like, he is our team's hype man. 
And we need that guy out on the ice. I'm sorry. I like that guy. And I think he brings so much morale and so much energy to our squad that we've been missing. You like that guy? I like that guy. <laughs> I think he's I think he's a good defensive player, which is good because he's a defenseman, but I think I think he's a good player and I think he's also he brings that energy boost that we've been missing since we've lost Tanev. So what so what happens when um, Matheson comes back. Do you keep Freeman on and drop somebody else? I think you drop Kapanen and put Friedman on the wing. Friedman can play a wing. He's a pretty good offensive guy. But yeah, maybe. But I mean, I would. I would. That won't him, happen. That I won't put happen. him up on the second line, though. Oh no, no. And I'm saying that probably won't happen. But put him, put him on the fourth line with Zach Aston Reese and Brian Boyle. Well, when Zucker comes back. Get rid of Zucker. I'm sorry. Anyway, we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, Anyways, tangent done. Malkin's breakaway goal. Uh-huh. Did did you see what was going on ahead of that breakaway? Yeah. You know, being amazing. He literally, like, bodied two or three guys. They were, they were, they were, that whole shift. I went back and I watched that whole Gino shift from grinding. the time he came on the ice. At the very beginning of that series or that that shift the lightning were trying everything they could to take us out take take gino out mm -hmm. gino had had enough about 35 seconds into that garbage he almost runs over a guy in the in the neutral zone no he he does he knocks him over By yeah, yeah but well, i mean okay when i say run over I it was mean, almost like, reminiscent of that hit last night by number five mm-hmm Beautiful. And, Lovely. But anyway, he comes back in, gets the and he gets the breakaway and he beats Vasilevsky. He no, so he bodied the guy up against the boards right by the penalty box, right? Right. And then he goes over and bumps the guy with the puck, takes the puck, and gets a breakaway. Which was the same guy he hit. Was it the same guy? Yeah. I don't, I don't well, think it was, it was the same one. guy. Every, he, the goal scorer for Belmayer. Really? He, he hits him, skates to the middle of the ice because it goes, Belmayer gets the puck back. He should... He undresses him. He he, he strips off. him, and it goes Ridiculous. to. It goes back to one of his the forwards, and they passed it up. Yeah, to I, him think it went, I think it was Heinen. I think it was Heinen. I believe it was to Heinen the races, but just a great goal. And the Gensel Heinen's empty netter. Been amazing. Gensel's empty netter was a good. Can, can we talk? Goal too. Can we talk about Brock's size, breakaway? Sure. Like yeah. that was a sniper. That was a beautiful down. goal. Like there was inches between the post. And, well, it went and off Vasilevsky. the post and in. Yeah, and he he so did Malkin. he beat Vasilevsky on a breakaway, and that's really impressive yeah. for he a third line man yep. on Vasilevsky. Yep, yep. Agreed. Because Tampa would probably take a breakaway point. any day of the week on Vasilevsky, you know, because they're like, oh yeah, we have faith in Vasi, and he let in two breakaway goals. The pass from Rodriguez, though. Oh, it was nice. That was nice. It was it was kind. Of, yeah. Uh, uh, the uh, the announcer, I think it was Bob Airy, said that, um, or it might have been that it might have been the um, the Tampa Bay guy, but that McGinn had gotten lost in his blind spot in the defenseman's blind spot, mm. and so when the pass came up, the defenseman thought it was just going down, didn't realize he was there. Oof, and uh, that sucks. That's defensive awareness for you right there. Well, I <laughs> love that. I mean, it happens. You you have blind yeah. spots that you can't you can't see and. Yeah, anyway. Uh, so, great game Thursday. Love that game. Friday's game, last night, 
Uh, I know you guys didn't see it because you were at this other game. Mm-hmm. The more important. Gensel and Crosby <laughs> scored. Um, I thoroughly believe that Pittsburgh got hosed in this game. Uh, went to went to overtime. I actually got to see the overtime. Um, and I don't remember who it was. Was it Svechnikov? It was one of the bigger name uh, Hurricanes. Uh, in the three-on-three, the puck's going uh, to Carolina's end, and uh, Latang and Svechnikov, I think it was Svechnikov, I don't know, I have to check, but Latang and this other guy were mixed up. Latang goes to skate away. The other guy, closed fist with his glove, punches Latang right in the back of the head. And Latang, like you or I would, turned around and just kind of gave him a little cross check to the to the forearms. Latang got a penalty, hmm. and uh, I was watching just before we went on the air. Um, Mike Sullivan had said that he was asked about that in his press conference, and he he downplayed it. He said um, Chris has got to have more discipline there. So, good for coach. I mean, it's true, but, yeah. Also, ref, open your eyes, buddy. Yeah. So, anyway, um, but the Canes wind wind up winning the game in uh, overtime on a power play. If it was Svechnikov, Svechnikov was the one that scored the goal. So Maybe that's what I'm thinking. If it was Svechnikov who got in there. Let me see. It could have been Vince Trocek because he's kind of a thug. Chris Letang slashing on Vincent Trocheck. It was Trocheck okay, that punched him. Okay, that's what him. I said. Look at me go. There you go. Trocheck's a little booty hole. I don't really like him very much. No, no, I don't like him either. Kind of a turd. Okay, so anyway, um, guys, Gensel and Crosby with the goals in that in that game. Jordan Stahl had two. Of course, he did. So. Ex-Penguin. He scored yeah. in the last game, too. The ex-Penguins tend to mess us up, don't they? They really do. Like Connor Sherry. He never scores except for when he's playing Pittsburgh. <laughs> Seems that way, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. All right. Best goal of the week. Abby. Brock McGinn's breakaway goal. Okay. The pass, the finish on Vasilevsky, I think it's a really good goal. I think it was a really – like – a well-timed goal because mm-hmm. we were only up by one at that point. Right. And then he scores, and it gives the boy an boost. energy boost. Yeah. And so I think, I think that's my favorite goal of the week. There were others like Malkin's goals in all of these games, except for Carolina. He didn't score mm-hmm. for, against Carolina. Uh. But I think, yeah, I think that's my favorite goal. That one, and the Crosby power play goal against Columbus. Or the was it Gensel or Crosby? Power play goal against. The, uh, that was Columbus. Crosby's. Was that? Yeah. But yeah, I'm going with Brock's breakaway. No. Russ. No. It doesn't matter. Malkin. Malkin scored the power play goal against Columbus on that beautiful tic tac toe play. That was my goal of the week. Hmm. It was. Uh, it was just absolutely. I mean, we we talk about the passing getting better and that was I think all five guys touched the puck and Malkin only two people got assists so not all of them touched the puck 
<laughs> Malkin went to how'd that go? Um, Crosby went to Gensel to Russ to Malkin, and and it went, and yeah. it was point uh, as you're looking at it, right side of the net, out to Russ on the in the in the slot, and then down to Gino on the other side, and just tap it in, mm-hmm. bingo, bango, bongo. Bango, bango, bango. <laughs> bingo. Bango. Okay. So grade for the week for the pens. Oh, grade for the week? Yeah. A minus? Yeah, I was a- give them an A plus. I, I, I say A. Um, yeah, A minus or an A. The only thing that would have put it over is a win against Carolina. So. Yeah. But, I mean, overall, I think that game was was a good game. The power play and penalty kill – I think they're coming along just about the right time. This is we're into March now. Um, typically, this is the Penguins' uh, time to uh, shine. Um, the, I, I, I'm very excited that the power play is starting to click. Mm-hmm. I think we've scored on. I think I heard this right. Um, with the exception of Friday's game against Carolina, I think the power play has scored uh in 15 of the last 17 games wow so i mean that's that's good that is very good it's much better than it was (laughs) (laughs) that's for sure so all right moving on to our teams for this week my dallas stars are on a six game winning streak yay they beat buffalo on sunday are they in the playoff hunt yeah, they are. They're in the playoffs now. They're in a wild card spot now Which with their impressive. win against Winnipeg last night. Okay. <laughs> win against Winnipeg. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they're on, a, they're on a six-game win streak. Well, they're in the first uh, wild card spot. Nashville's in the second. Ha-ha. <laughs> Nashville's fallen, man. But uh, Nashville sucks, dude. Yeah, they've been playing a lot of <laughs> – so it's funny. Is it? Oh, maybe it's not a six-game win streak. No, I lied. Liar. The way this is set up, it's a a three-game win streak. My bad. Okay, but... Three games is three games, which is fine. So five out of six, though. Five out of the last six? Mm Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. All right. Cool. Anything else you want to say about that? No. Okay. Yes, actually. Um, Jason Robertson is awesome. That whole second line, I can't express to you enough how much I love them. Joe Pavelski, Rope Hintz, Jason Robertson. Those three guys, I love them a lot. That's all I have to say. Also, okay, very good. I am getting, hopefully, so that's, that's I, all you have I bid on a bet, bid, I bidded, I put a bid on a... Oh, my gosh. On, I'm trying talk. to figure out the right wording, man. I put a bid down on a, on a vintage Dallas Stars jersey on eBay. Nice. For $26 and one penny, because you have to go a penny. Any, um... I passed you on that bid, Any name on that? No, it's just, just, just one of the, blank. it's the vintage logo. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. That's sick. I hope I get it. It's like the vintage Penguins jersey I have. Yeah. With no name on the back. Yeah. All right. Uh, Seattle Kraken this week stunk. Uh, hey, not they completely. Did, they, beat, they did beat Nashville yeah. uh, on the second uh, 4-3 win and lost to San Jose 3-1. So there you go. All right. So, um, and Boston, what did Boston do? 
Let's. They had. I, they played five games. Five games. Four games, and they won three. That's not bad. That's Only actually pretty the good. They beat the Vegas Golden Knights. I love to see Vegas lose. I hate them so much. Yes, Abby. We know. Mike Smith got a hat trick. Every, I Craig love Smith. to see every, them lose. Every 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 week we talk about that. So I hate them. All right. So moving on to our next segment, in my opinion. Yep. Abigail, would you please share with us what the in my opinion question is for this week? In my opinion, the most underrated defenseman in the league is dot dot dot. Your mom. Ha <laughs> ha. Whoa. She's not in the league yet. But I'm dumb. No, she's way out of your league, buddy. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. Nice Anyways. shirt. Andrew, do you like to start this one? No. I do not like to start. <laughs> Daddy, you can start. Unless you want All me right. to start. Um, I'm it's gonna... your segment. You don't start. Well, I have done it like twice Good because heavens. y'all don't research these things. Anyways. No, I don't. I am going to go with Devon Taves. You think he's underrated? Yes. Hmm. Okay. Oh, <laughs> and here's the reason. I'm listening. This guy is. Overrated. He plays on the Colorado Overrated. Avalanche. Overrated. With Kale McCarr. Which is why he's think, so good. I think he gets overshadowed. And that's, I mean, that's maybe underrated is not the right <laughs> word. Uh, Sorry. No. But. Because you were. If you he's look, really good. If you look at his stat line, mm-hmm. um, only seven fewer goals and nine fewer assists than McCarr in seven fewer games. Um, but he has 11 point better plus minus than McCarr. And I think most of the league talks about McCarr when, the defen- uh, you know, when they talk about the defense of the Avs. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they leave T- Taves kind of in the background. That's why I think he's a little underrated. So I just, yeah, I like Devon Taves. I think he still gets talked about a lot because he's on that pairing with Makar, and I think he gets he can be overshadowed. But also, I feel like he's not as good as Makar, but he still gets talked about as much as I feel like his performance warrants. You know what I mean? Okay. In my opinion. All right. As the segment is called, segment. yeah. Andrew, I'm gonna say Neil Pionk of your Winnipeg Jets. There you go. I don't think he gets kind of like Devin Taves. He doesn't get talked about enough, but also Brian Dumoulin, mm. very underrated defenseman. Mm-hmm. But Neil Pionk is a lot like Brian Dumoulin, except he adds more offensively. Right. He's also on a very pooey Winnipeg Jets team right now. Yeah. But, yeah. Or underperforming Winnipeg Jets team. That's true. But yeah, I think. Can, can I? Well, you go ahead and then I want to say something. Okay. Yeah. So I also had Dumoulin down. And I think he's a very, like defensively, he's a very defensive defenseman. He doesn't show up on the score sheet. He doesn't show up very many places, but he's very good at being a defenseman, which is the point. And if he weren't paired with Chris Letang, his plus minus would be a lot better too. That's probably true. Um, And that's why he's paired with. um, I think he's not talked about enough. But also another defenseman that I think isn't talked about enough is Aaron Eckblatt. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because, yeah, he's a an, an an alternate captain for those Panthers. But how often do you hear him when people are talking about good defensemen? You don't. But he is a stellar player. Like, and he he makes plays, 
and he he can join the rush. He's pretty good offensively, but he's a defensive defenseman like Dumoulin. He's he's a good defenseman, and he doesn't get talked about <coughs> at all. So I think both him and Dumoulin are extremely underrated. So those are those are my choices. And I can't ever just choose one. Can I tell you who the out. most overrated defenseman is in all the league? If you say Charlie McAvoy. You're going to say Charlie McAvoy. Yeah, Charlie McAvoy. Absolutely. <laughs> it's true, though. Everybody just, it keeps telling me how awesome he is, and I'm like, that. I, it's not what I, I see when I watch, when I watch him, uh, when I watch him on, when I watch him. Yeah. He's just, he's just not. Mm-mm. Very lackadaisical on the ice. Well, now that is surprising. What is surprising? That I would say that. No, I just I was doing a I was doing some a uh, little bit of penguins research. Do you know of Uh-oh. our defenseman who has the best plus minus? Marcus, Marcus Pedersen. Pedersen. Nope. <laughs> I bet it's Chad. Is it Chad? It's Mark Friedman. It's Chris Letang. He's plus eighteen. Oh really? That's I, fi- I find that incredibly shocking. That is extremely shocking, especially considering the. The one goal that Tampa scored. Yes, it was yes. a terrible turnover. He had just come out of the box yeah. after after he, getting a five minute for fighting. He had just come out of the box. Literally, I am not joking you. The first time he touches the puck, he turns it over. They put it in the back of the net. Yes, he was he was uh, but as soon as well he rested. It over, he skated over to the bench, so it didn't affect his plus minus. Uh, That's true. Not true. Not true. How do you know? Pretty sure it's not true. He does have the most penalty minutes of the defenseman. On our team, mm-hmm. makes sense. Clear. Predictions. Dun dun dun. Abby, tell us what last week was like for us. All right, so we predicted games for the first, second, and third Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Uh, the two games we picked on Tuesday were Calgary, Minnesota. Calgary won that game five to one. Me and Jim both said that Calgary would win, so we got a point. We both got points. Um, the other game we predicted that day was Boston at Anaheim. Anaheim won that game 4-3. to three. Who said they'd win 4-3? to three? Me. And then Andrew also said Anaheim would win. We got two. And then on Wednesday, uh, L.A. at Dallas. Dallas won that game 4-3. to three, And Andrew was the only one that said Dallas would win. So he got a point I for that one. I actually voted for them. And they you did. I'm glad you I'm, <laughs> I'm glad you supported my stars, but I did not. No one else supports my Bruins, so... Hey, I've picked your Bruins several hey, times. I don't care. I picked them when they played Seattle. <laughs> oh. <laughs> wow. Um, and then the other game we predicted on Wednesday was Nashville at Seattle. Seattle actually won that game 4-3. to three. Jim was the only one that said Seattle would win, so he got a point for that one. Yeah. And then yeah. the other game we predicted was the Pittsburgh-Tampa game. Me and Andrew said Pittsburgh would win, and so we both got points for that. So overall, the scores at the end of the week are Jim with 53, Andrew with 45, and Abby with 49. Huh. So we're coming for you, Dad. All right, cool. You're going to absolutely lose. You are. Me and Andrew are going to blow you out. You're going to lose like a loser because you're a little loser. That's very nice of you to say. Thank you. I I love you so much. I appreciate it so much. Okay, so moving on to this week, we have five games to pick. In two days, so Monday and Tuesday, all of these games are going to be played, and we will have our predictions done in that time. So, uh, since I'm still in the lead, I get to start 
Yes, you do. Um, the first game is our game of the week. Game of the week. Edmonton at Calgary. Hmm. Uh, Jim is picking Calgary to win five to four in overtime. Bum, bum, bum. I do not think it's going to be that close. I think Calgary is going to win four to one because your Edmonton Oilers can't rest on Lekkonen for this long. It's not going to work. It is Lekkonen, right? Is their goaltender? Mika Lekkonen? Is that right? Whoever their goaltender is, they won't be able to lean on him for very long. He, I don't know. Didn't they just make a trade or pick someone up off of Reapers? Mm-mm, no, they, I heard them say that they're not looking for a goaltender at this trade le- deadline. I'm like, are you kidding? You get Marc-Andre Fleury to join that I'm, squadron? I'm thinking that the Edmonton Oilers are but, washing their hands of this season. But maybe if they, they got... They must be. I mean, if, if they're not looking for goaltending... Then they've they've got they've got to say we've got no chance to win the cup. But maybe so it's Miko Koskinen. Oh, Koskinen. And Mike Smith, I believe, are there. But yes. maybe maybe Mike if Smith they got better there. defense, maybe that's what they think they're missing. Maybe. I mean, they are missing both. Yes. I don't think they're a goaltender away from being contenders. I think a goal a decent goaltender would definitely boost their chances. Right. I think. Especially a veteran who knows how to play in the playoffs. Yes. I think. I could run the Oilers better than whoever their GM is <laughs> right now. I don't disagree. Oh, What's your pick for this game? <clears throat> I'm going to go Flames as well. Mm, three to one. Nice. Goaltending. Oh, Goaltending. Jacob Markstrom is so much better than Miko Kostkinen. All right. So the Boom. next game is also on Monday, the 7th. Uh, Los Angeles Kings at... The Boston Bruins. Jim is picking Boston four to two. And our Patreon is also picking Boston. And he also picked Calgary, just so you know. Are you the only one who picked Edmonton? I didn't pick Edmonton. We all picked Calgary. I also think that LA is going to win this game. (laughs) Um. (laughs) She's so so proud of herself. I, I am. Wait, did you pick Boston? No, I said I, I, I was, it was a joke. I think oh. LA is going to win this game. Oh. By a score? I think it'll be close. I'm going to say four to, four to three. All right. Andrew? Well, Boston already just beat the brakes off of them 7 nothing this week, so I'm going to pick Boston. Yeah, they're going to be mad. Score three to two. You kidding me? Three to two. Hey, go LA's going to be mad. We can go see Billie Eilish Tuesday, March 8th in Atlanta. In Atlanta? Yeah. Why would we want to do that? Yeah, fly to Atlanta. She's Billie Eilish, man. Bro, I hate Billie Eilish. Okay. Billie, do you hate Billie Eilish or does Billie Eilish hate you? God I loves Billie Eilish. I don't hate her as a person. I just can't stand her music. It's annoying Okay. Me. So uh, then on Tuesday the 8th, we've got Nashville or uh, Dallas at Nashville. Again. We already predicted this game. But it's the only Dallas game on the of the of uh, within Monday to Friday. Um, I am picking Nashville to win this game 5-3. Of course to three. you are, because no one believes in my stars, but I do. I, I believe in my stars, and I think my stars are going to blow out this Trashville because they oh, my stars. are falling down to earth. Oh, my stars. And I think Jake Ottinger is going to get a shutout. Oh, my stars. And I think they're going to win 4 to nothing. Oh, my stars. I you just Dallas. said that five times. I heard you the first time, Dad. Oh, my stars. My goodness. I think Dallas is going to win as well. Heck yeah, they are. Not by that much, though. <laughs> it's going to be 2-1. Oh, 
overtime win for Dallas. 2-1 in overtime. You underestimate Jake Ottinger. Okay, Seattle no, at... But it's going to be holding the net. Seattle at Toronto, yeah. also on the 8th. I'm taking Toronto to win 6-2. to two. I feel like if you don't take Toronto, then there might be something wrong with your head. Maybe. I took Toronto, 6-2. to two. Yes, I know. I'm going to say Toronto's going to win 5-3. to three. You're gonna, gonna say, say Seattle. Seattle, yeah, you are. Score's gonna be two to one. Also, though, Toronto's goaltending has been not good. Jack Campbell has kind of fallen it, out. It has, it has, but I, I can't believe it'll be that bad for that long. I don't know, though. Because I mean, the, both of these guys are pretty good goaltenders. I don't know. Though. That Detroit debacle was insane. That was amazing, actually. Ten to seven. That is the. Fun fact, the highest scoring game of this century. Huh. Of the last 22 years, 23 years. Century dead. Right. 100 years. Of this century. So of the 2000s. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Okay. Uh, last... back, in the, back in the 80s, they were way higher than that. Oh, my that. gosh. <laughs> they used to be 12 to 10 or something like that. Crazy stuff. Um, last game of the week. Florida at Pittsburgh. I've got Pittsburgh winning this game five to four. Abby. Mm, I want to say Pittsburgh. I've kind of let go of all of that superstition about like. <laughs> Although it is oh, but cool. if I pick them, because Pittsburgh won when I picked them this week. They yes. Won I just. Quite a bit since when, if yeah, so I'm I'm not going by that, but I do. I don't know. Pittsburgh's been playing well. It's very possible. I'm not saying it's not. This is this is our first game. Of the week, it's right? it's our it's, it's our, our next it's our, next, it's our game. next game on the schedule. Yes, and we're coming off of a loss. It is at home, though. Hmm. Yep. I'm gonna say Florida's gonna win it four to three in overtime. Florida. Yeah. Four three overtime. I think they're just too good. Also, I just want to mention this because I think it's hysterical. Arizona won their season series against Colorado two one and one. And I'm just like, Arizona only beats top five teams. It's hilarious true. to me. This is true. Anyways. Okay. Why did we just pick two games, two days of games? Because that's the games you guys picked. Okay. Hey, hey, okay, calm down. Then. Calm I didn't down. pick it. You just won't let me do a Saturday game, but whatever. Abby. I know, I know, I know. Jeez. He's fine. Andrew. He's fine. Florida at Pittsburgh. Hmm. <sighs> 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 I'm going to say Florida. No, I'm not. I'm going to say Pittsburgh. Nice. Uh, four to two. There you go. Empty net game. Uh, empty net goal at the end there? No. No? No. Just four to two. Okay. Simply that. Gotcha. Okay. Oh. So, um, we have uh, our Patreon picked Calgary, Boston, Nashville, Toronto, and Pittsburgh this week. Um, wait, wait, wait. You are the same person. I'm sorry? You are the same person. You predicted uh, the, the Patreon? exact same thing. Well, I can't help it that the Patreon's got smarts. Um, yeah, the Patreon's going to lose because you're a loser. You only got two week, points last week. Last loser? week. You're a loser. I love you, Dad. Are you done? I'm done. Last week, the Patreon went two, went two for five. Just like you. Yep. But because not you're the, the same not person. The same, it wasn't the same games. Um, but this week, 
yes, the Patreon will be riding with me. We'll see how that works. You're going to go one for five. One for five? One the, for ca- five. the Calgary game? Calgary game. That's okay. it. That's okay. all. That's it. That's all. We'll see. That's. We'll see, won't we? That means... That well, means, no, that's not true. That means you'll go four for five because you'll... Yeah, uh, the Toronto game. Yeah, maybe, however... Maybe you'll go two for five. <laughs> we'll see. Okay, we'll see. All right, guys. That uh, is there anything else you guys would like to talk about? We have a few more minutes left. Yes, hockey pants. <laughs> talk about hockey pants. So okay. me and Andrea have been trying to figure out how... Because there's a stripe on the booty of the pants. Yes, and we were trying to figure out why. Because, like, it's professional-grade equipment. Why can't you make the colors the same? But I think we figured it out the other night. Um, so there's, like, the strip on the booty, right? Yes. And that's always lighter than the, the, the legs, the leg part. And so we think that that's two different materials, right? And so the booty strip is, like, a softer, more protective material. And it doesn't absorb the sweat as much. But the legs are more, you know, like breathable and 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 absorbent, I guess. And so it changes color as their booties start to sweat. And so their legs get darker while the strip on their booty stays lighter. Folks, this is cutting edge hockey talk right here. In case you were wondering. I'm I pretty it sure. up on the Google and the first article that comes up is hockey pants sizing and buying guide. They don't have any answers for why does hockey pants have a bright strip on the booty? Ah, fake. <laughs> Interesting. Well, it is Google. So. Who knows? How do you spell booty? Google's dumb. B o t t or b o o t y. Two o's, not two t's. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, that it's body. 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 <laughs> body. Booty. The hockey butt solved by state and liberty. Ooh, that sounds like a credible source. The, yeah. <laughs> oh look, it's Dylan you Larkin should, doing squats. You should write an essay. Oh, that's interesting. I don't like that. In, in, his, <laughs> in his hockey pants? No. Oh, he's pants. It's talking about why pants. normal people pants don't fit hockey butts. Because, you know, you work out. You work out dude, the glutes and the boots. and. Do just hockey people thighs. work out their butts? I think everyone does. I mean, like hmm. every sports player. You no, need but to the have hockey butt is specifically sexy. too big to fit <laughs> in normal pants. <laughs> that's kind of weird. Wow. I don't like that very much. <laughs> Anyways, I've never worn an actual pair of hockey pants. So if you know the actual facts to why there is a, sh- a bright colored strip on your butt when you wear hockey pants, we, we would love for you us. to email us and let us know because that's uh, it's a mystery that we've been trying to solve for a while. I think we do have it solved, though, if I'm being uh, honest. Penguinstuffofficial at gmail.com, at gmail.com is the email address to uh, answer that question and let us know what's going on there. Yes. Uh, we also, it is a real problem. It Millions of Americans suffer every year. Every because single year. They can't figure year. it out and they cry themselves to sleep at night because they're like, I just have to know the answer. It's very sad. I know, I did. And it's, it's not just Americans, it's Canadians sad. too. So That's true. There you go. There you go. There you go, there you don't go. you know? <laughs> actually, actually that go. strip is darker than the leg material. Is it? Yes. Not always. Last night it wasn't, but I'm, maybe it was because those guys were booty sweating up a up storm. Yeah, it could be. <laughs> could be. Oh, boy. There's a tweet on that uh, Gino goal uh-huh. with, uh, it says, Evgeny Malkin just went full-on beast mode. Heck, yeah, I did. It's pretty awesome. It was pretty I good. didn't get to say it because no one asked me, but my MVP of the week was Gino. 
Gina. No one asked who my MVP was of the week was either. My MVP of the week was Mark Friedman because I love that guy. Actually, uh, Gina awesome. has been the MVP of the team ever since he came back. Mark yeah. it's Friedman. Ever, not ever. It's accurate. If you're yes, listening to this, Coach, keep him in the lineup. Please, please, I beg you, keep him in the lineup. <laughs> don't, don't cry. I'm going to cry. It's it's not. Uh, he is our team's hype man. If he get, if he doesn't play, he is score. He is not score, but he is hype. Gina is score. Gina is score. Thank you so much for watching. If you would like to get in contact with us, you can follow us on Instagram at Pens and Stuff Podcast. You can hit us on Twitter at Pens Stuff. And you can email us at penguinstuffofficial at gmail.com. Yes, sir. Also, if you would like to check out our Patreon, you can do that. Pa- we are at patreon.com forward slash pens and stuff podcast. Yes, sir. And we would love to have you as part of our team. Let's go, pens. No, you're doing it wrong. Well, you wouldn't. So That's, I'm Andrew. I'm not Andrew. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. He's, he's walking out. Oh, no. He's, he's walking out. He's done. He's Andrew. I'm Jim. And I'm Abby. And let's go, Pens. Let's go, Pens. Let's go. The end. We love you. Goodbye. Bye.